Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, your hosts, Mal and Neil. All right, welcome everybody to Episode 9 of Talk About Town. We're glad to be here. Welcome to all of our listeners, except for people who don't return their shopping carts in the parking lot. Assholes. Malachi, how are you? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm pumped. How are you? I'm awesome. We've got a special guest today for episode nine. This is Andy Cox. Hello. And what's cool is that this is the Father's Day episode, and he just happens to be my father. And a local legend within the industry. <laughs> so it kind of lines up with the, uh, the theme of the show is going to be Dad's Day. And he's in the industry. It's uh, it fits like a glove. But you know what really makes my day? What's that? The rotation of the Earth. <laughs> it's going to be one of those kind of shows, yeah. folks. Oh. Get ready for it. You didn't warn me about this. Dad's jokes, <laughs> boo! Keep them coming. In. I love them. <laughs> I love dad jokes too. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So he's your dad. You're somebody's dad. I'm somebody's dad. Happy Father's Day. Happy, Happy Father's, Father's Day, Day, indeed. And to all the dads listening. Right, sure. Yeah, sure there's some dads out day. there. We did a Mom's Day, what, two shows ago? Something like that. Yeah. yeah, a few. So this one's for the dads. So without them, we wouldn't be here too, I guess. Right. <laughs> That's, that is true. <laughs> so all right, well, um, let's jump right into the the heart, the meat, and potatoes of all this. Um, last week was it last weekend or was yep, it two weeks last ago? Last weekend. Yeah, we had that um, the nuke the Luke festival show whatever you, you want to call it um fundraiser and uh we talked about it in the episode beforehand but uh last weekend killer turnout probably more people than they may, maybe they was even anticipating um and i think you said that we uh i don't know the exact numbers but we're at i think the target date was like or the target number was like maybe five grand i think we crushed it maybe got to like seven something like yeah that. we it, we were shooting for four or five and it was over seven thousand dollars yeah so thanks to all the the people the volunteers it took i think everybody worked on it for what two months maybe yeah to get two, to, three months long yeah and, and all the it takes a lot of coordination to put that kind of stuff on so thanks for everybody that that chipped in and, yeah, and, helped and all our it. sponsors who, who sponsors vendors well. all that good stuff uh some of our vendors you know volunteered i think the big thing was um I think the big thing was uh the silent auction we got a couple good things did you yes i i end up winning the uh the raffle i think did you see that on facebook yes. i won the, the the louisville quilt and uh i think we won the shirt that i'm wearing well, it looks on video good. right now but i like <laughs> the shirt right here <laughs> yeah it came straight from it so um all in all big turnout i mean how long were you all there you all were there when we left we were there all day four or five hours Yep. Probably the whole entire time. Yeah. And uh, we were there for four or five hours. So thanks again, I guess, you know, yeah, for everybody. Thanks to everybody. All right. What about um, the state of the town, the current? The numbers? The numbers. What's going on in the market? Well, let's see. I, next, The next show is when we'll have the, um, the great big month-to-month, week-to-week, you know, all that good stuff. But right now, if you um, compare... May 26th to June 1st of 2018 to May 26th of, to June 1st of 2019, this exact same week, 
listings, 512 for last year, 535 for this year. So, you know, a very, what was that, 2023, 20, if my math's correct. But uh, so not a lot there. But here's a, here's one that's going to jump out to you. I don't think you've even seen this number. Solds, May 26th to June 1st of 2018, 591. That's, that's okay, I guess. How about May 26th to June 1st of 2019, 392 of this year 200 less i mean if you want to get technical 199 but let's let's not split here it's 200 less solds wow so uh that's just that's a big number if you ask me i mean when your listings aren't you know 20 but your solds are 200 i don't know if this we talked about it a couple of shows ago a market shift or what but man that's uh that's a big number I think something's changing. It's been going full steam for... And this is summer. Yeah, and it's been going full steam for a few years where if you're looking for a deal, good luck because as soon as you find something good, you're going to have two, three other people competing with you on that. And you just... What's the... We just talked about it a minute ago. Interest rates are down even more than what they have been. So, I mean, what are they right now? You, You just... 30-year fixed conventional, 3.75, and FHA 30-year fixed, 3.375. Yeah, so like we like we said earlier, or off the, the air, it was great. Now there's going to be more people pre-approved to buy those houses that don't exist. Like, I, I mean, know. like, so somebody hears that number, 3.375, that's just... Stupid. I mean, it, it's ludicrous. It's it's such 3. a good rate. 3.5 is good. Three, like we had, yeah. I think we got like a 3.3.5 is great. 3.375. Well, I remember the early uh, the early eighties, oh. early eighties <laughs> when it was in double figures. So yeah, uh, yeah all that sounds uh, sounds really good. I, I think a lot of times people it. don't appreciate exactly how how good it is at this point in time. Oh, when people complain that like it hits four or it gets up to close to four, I'm like, four is a killer number. Like, yeah, I wasn't around for the double digits and the, the big interest rates, but I mean, when you're complaining about four, but then you hear three point three seven five. That's all. It's not free money, but it's it's close. <laughs> well, and, and and Google Mortgage Calculator right now and put it in. You can see that your buying power is substantially higher with these lower rates. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, there's just another big wave of. And it's summertime, so ever you know, everybody's out buying. It's just creating more and more of a. Well, I mean, uh, we say that, but then when you're talking two hundred less. Maybe it's a typo. I don't know. I mean, maybe it should be four ninety two or five ninety two. It's not because it's been this way for this week. Yeah, I don't know what that. That's uh, but that's a that's a big number that jumped out to me. So, uh, and like I said, the big number is that and the interest rates. I mean, if people, you can't say that your house payment and stuff was going to be the reason that you're not out looking. I mean, because that that right there is no unbelievable. So. um yeah, that's where that. I mean, that's we can we can hop off the real estate train, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll start a nice conversation with my dad, Andy Cox. Um, we are going to start out actually with a little segment that we like to call the six pack of questions. Here, hold on. I didn't bring my can here. There, there's yeah. there, there's my best impression of it. <laughs> so, all right, we've opened the six pack. Of questions so um you can go first go ahead all right so this one i already know the answer to this and it and it's kind of you're sad. probably gonna know the answer to all of them but <laughs> maybe maybe not i might be surprised but how about this 
Cats are cards. Cats. <laughs> now, now, unfortunately, you're here with two card fans. See, that's just how open-minded I know all about are. your propensities in that area, and I, I still don't understand them. I thought I, I taught you better, but... Where'd you go things, wrong? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, anyway. All right. Well, mine, uh, hometown. Paintsville, Kentucky. Really? Country boy. The bustling metropolis of now, and now, yeah. now, Well, wait a minute. Now, now that is that's just a small town. It's not the country. We go to the country. You go out on a farm. Okay. But you know, there's lots of small towns. It was about forty five hundred people in it uh, when I was growing up. So um, yeah, it's just you know the country. I know a lot of little beings say anything outside Jefferson County is quote the country, but not so. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I technically live in the country when you ask everybody too. So yeah. yeah, but you've lived in Louisville for forty-five years. Forty-five years. So so I, I'm a I'm a you know I never forget where I'm from, but I, I'm a little villain now. Definitely. Cool. What's your favorite food? Oh, it have to be steak. <laughs> Me too. That's we get. I think we're like maybe three for three probably it, on that one. Four uh, for yeah. four. <laughs> Well, you know, you're, you're, you know, everybody's uh, moving toward away from that. Too much red meat, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> not, not in this room. <laughs> I, I got, a, I got hooked on it before that. All that, that was ever. Yeah, ever me too. Thank about. God. <laughs> but don't they decide what's good for you and then change what's good for you? Oh yeah. Now that's, that, I know that's that's cycles. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's see. Favorite vacation spot. Um, the Caribbean. Oh hell yeah, me too. Put yeah, that put that on my list. <laughs> <laughs> now, question number five. I'm changing a little bit, but it might actually the original version might work in this time. We always asked, "What do you do in your free time?" And we are a hundred percent with the answer is what free time. <laughs> so uh, the change of the answer is, "What do you do when you're not working?" Okay, there we go. We can reword it like that. Yeah. What do I do when I'm not working? Yes. Uh, I'm, Playing golf or watching nice. some sports on TV, hopefully nice. you know, you know, basketball games or football games or whatever, whatever happens to be on baseball. Very cool. That's what I, that's where I'm going when I get down here is going to play golf. Uh, all <laughs> right. Well, um, question number six. This is it. Uh, favorite restaurant? Uh, La Relay. La Relay. That's very close to here. Is it? It's, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very it's, close. It's uh, connected to Bowman Field. Yeah, it's a proverbial hop, skip, and a jump. Oh, okay. That's cool. I don't know yeah. if I've ever... Obviously, I guess I've never ate there. I don't know. Maybe I have, and I just don't know it. You would remember it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you would remember. Okay, well, then I have it then. It's All good. Right. All right, okay. Now, I was putting this list together, and it was kind of hard, because I'm only familiar with 25 letters in the English language. Uh, I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> oh. That is so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It's uh all right. I mean it's dad joke day. We've yeah. got to keep it going. Keep them going. All right. Uh Yeah, I thought you said dad joke. Do you, you mean bad joke day or what? That's what I said they're the same. <laughs> Usually they they're the, they're the exact same thing for the most part. Uh but uh all right. Well um so there's our we we tend to other than I guess the little tweaks that we're we're doing now, but um we tend to ask everybody the exact same questions just to see where everybody likes to go, what they like to eat, you know, all that good stuff. So let's segue into 
your career. We know, like I said, anybody that's been following the podcast knows we've had a mortgage broker on. We've had a, a title company owner on. So now we're on to, uh, well, we've had a comedian on, which was totally not related to any of the fields. But <laughs> No, but it was a hoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now we're getting back to, like, this is kind of up, this is kind of what we do. Um, it's just more, so if you think title companies are on the back end, this is even a little bit further and deeper down the rabbit hole. Uh, title companies, or uh, sorry, uh, title, title insurance. insurance. So yeah, yeah, we talked about it with John a little bit. Yeah, didn't we, we did. on here about what difference in we did. the insurance? Yeah, so um, this is somebody that deals with it or dealt with it every day. Are you talking about day. title insurance companies as, as opposed to title insurance companies? Is that, is that what Title companies versus title insurance right. companies. Right, right, yes. right, right, right. So yeah. the best way to, to look at it is the, uh, um, the title insurance company is the wholesaler and the title company is the retailer. Gotcha. Or, or agents. A lot of attorneys are agents and they, of ours who write title policies on our paper. Okay. But, but the title insurance company is, is the one... Who, uh, who is, is taking the risk and has to put up the reserves and is the one that gets contacted if there's a claim on the, uh, against the, uh, the policy that's been issued. So that's, that's the big difference. Uh, there's only uh, uh, very few title insurance companies opposed to a gazillion title companies. Right. Oh, yeah. And so a lot of title companies are owned by attorneys, so it's, you know, that's, there's, that line is, is blurred a lot of places. Right. Uh, is, you know, Outside of um, the southeast, if you go out uh, to, the, to California and, and other places, then practically everything is done by title companies that, with non-attorneys. Here, here most, most title companies have attorneys involved. That's what, is that governed by state law? Is no, that, that's, no, that's just the way practice came. When, when uh, you started moving, uh, when the country started moving west, uh, there weren't many lawyers out there. So <laughs> that the kind of makes that sense. Did, <laughs> the, the people that did the, uh, the, the title exams and, and, and all that were, um, you know, were laymen. Uh, another reason for that <laughs> is that everything uh, outside of the original 13 colonies, uh, all the, uh, there were government surveys on all the properties, like starting in Ohio and Indiana, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, west of the Mississippi and, and California, which made searching exams a little bit easier because you, it's all meets and bounds in the Southeast and all the old, and uh, you, you get some really weird uh, uh, descriptions. My, my favorite one. Uh, was uh, uh, it began where the cow died in the winter of '97? <laughs> but somebody knows where that is, though. Yeah, somebody knows exactly somebody where did it know that. <laughs> when they when they wrote that description, they absolutely knew where it is. The problem <laughs> yeah, is, did. 40 years later, yeah. nobody quite knows where it is. So yeah. <laughs> you know, we we do a much better job on on doing our uh, our descriptions these days. But uh, in, in, in far as descriptions go, though, it, it's always you know people get upset about if if they do a survey and. They have the direction, the degrees are off, or it's, you know, one, it's 15 feet further or shorter, but that doesn't really matter because it's the monumentation. The surveyor goes out, he puts a stake in the ground, he puts his pen in the ground, or they have, you know, like the old ones when you, when you went to a, a rock or a tree, yeah. as long as, but those were, no matter what the measurements are, that's what it was. those were the boundaries, yeah. and it's still that way. Right. That's, that's, the, that's the rule. So, you know, when I'm, when I'm doing stuff, especially, uh, uh, when it's uh, commercial things where people get a lot more excited about the, about some issues and they want to they want to the, the, have a, have a problem about the surveys being a little different it's just like this is just guys just cool it just yeah. it's okay <laughs> it's the same way about your residential property too so if you're if you know, I don't know a lot not everybody gets a survey on the property 
uh, a lot of people do but if there's there's a there, there's issues on that this it's not a problem it's it's from point a to point b and, and if you're buying a piece of property you should know just about where those are when you go look at it and now they put those numbers, like they have numbers on top of them, I think, don't they? Like the pins? Yes, yes. The, they're they're yeah. all uh, uniquely identifiable. Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, I ran into that. We've talked about it before with my yep. property. See that number 519? See the map 519? That's me. That's right. not you. <laughs> this is where my property starts. So, that's yeah, right. not where the rock is or, like you said, where the cow died in the winter of 47. <laughs> well, what's cool is we probably have the the – local expert for title insurance descriptions and all that right here uh, so much so that uh it's celebrity status i was well, at a thank you within yeah. our industry for sure yes i was at a closing um several months ago and the one of the attorneys said to another one of the attorneys oh do you know who this is this is andy cox's son and she said Andy Cox. Oh, wow. And, it, and you know, it, they, it, it didn't matter that I was there, but I was Andy Cox's son. That's, so. your, that's your new name now. You're not Neil Cox. No, anymore. you're Andy Cox's son. Yes. Now. That's my every time you walk in. Cause he's been, how long did you say you, you, you've done it? You did it? 45 years. 45 yeah, so you've been years. around for a little while. Which, well, I, I think well before too long though I'll be Neil Cox's dad. So uh, uh, well, that, that'll, uh, hopefully that, that'll all be reversed. That's what we want, reversed. Right? That's right. That's right. Uh, you, you were you were asking about my career, but I, I started with uh, Commonwealth Land Title uh, on April first, nineteen seventy four, and uh, I was um, just gotten out of law school, so I, that was my first first job. Uh, and uh, I've always, you know, I haven't been in private practice, but I've always considered myself. Uh, a lawyer with one client, which is the title company. That's my client. That's who I represent, and that's who, when I'm dealing with somebody uh, about problems or what we will insure or won't insure, that's that's who I represent, and I have to do the best job for them. Uh, but I also learned early on that if the deal doesn't close, nobody makes money. So there's usually a way to too. find, if there's a title <laughs> issue that we have to deal with, then there's usually a way to, to resolve it, and uh, we need to find it, not and. So most deals can be made to close, uh, but not all of them. So, but we uh, we make the like I said the big effort to to make sure that they uh, uh, that we can work together to to get them to close. And it's it's uh, uh, that's the way the best for the industry to work. And we would I was um, an underwriter most uh, all these years, even when I was and even when I was a manager, uh, a state manager for uh, the Kentucky office. Um, as as an underwriter, I, I would deal with problems with the title, and these are things that you know the, you you don't want your customer, your client, when you're selling a house, to even know that there's a problem. I mean, right. that, that does they don't all they would do would be worry about it. Right. We'll get and we will get it set. Sometimes even the realtor doesn't know about it. It's all between the whoever did the, the the closing attorney and the underwriter. So we try to get all that stuff done uh, without making it uh, too public or uh, without without uh, making the uh, the buyers or sellers worry too much. Is that the way it usually works? Is so much goes on that we have no idea when we get to closing that it even happened? Right. I'll get a call and they'll say so. So you know, we you know, I don't know about this. It's, what do you think? Is this is this? You know, I'll say either yeah, yeah that's a problem. You got to do X Y Z or no, nah, that's not a problem. We'll take care of it. One of the things that's always been a, a, a pretty big issue is uh, unreleased mortgages and. Mm -hmm. uh, when when you have an unreleased mortgage, uh, sometimes uh, they, you know if the bank is supposed to release it. There's some there's a statute that penalizes them if they're 
they've been specifically requested to release it and they don't. Unfortunately, the courts aren't uh, seem reluctant to enforce that. Uh, and a lot of times you can't find, uh, you know, you, you can't find out the answer anyway. If you call the lending institution, uh, it, it's, it's very hard finding somebody who's got any, you know, who, who's got any authority. And then they'll want to know uh, your, your the loan number and stuff, information you don't have because this is a, usually it's on a prior, right. uh, a, a prior uh, owner of the property. Uh, and maybe it got missed that time or who knows what happened, but it comes up on your sale today, then it's a, it's a big issue. And if, uh, if, if the title insurance company can, uh, is, can be convinced that it's really, uh, that the, the debt's been paid, then we'll give affirmative coverage against the enforcement of that mortgage against the property. Um, and um, that's the easiest uh, way to handle it, and, and that's always, uh, that's pretty much always worked. And, and for us to do that, we, you know, we prior closing statement, there's some evidence that, uh, that there's no debt because if there is no debt, nobody, you know, the, the lending institution uh, can't foreclose on it anyway. If they've been paid, they've been paid. And, yeah. And they can't, they can't double dip. Right. And, uh, and you just retired, uh, what, a couple months ago too, right? Yeah. Uh, April the 5th and to be exact, but who's counting? Right. <laughs> right. Well, um, I think, you will probably enjoy being retired, but I know you enjoyed working as well. I mean, you you worked for I, what, I, I a worked, long time. I, well, I, I worked about uh, eight years longer than I really needed to, but uh, I, I did enjoy it. I had a lot of relationships in the business, a lot of people I talked with around the state that I didn't want to lose that relationship with. And once once you're gone, you're 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 gone because. I, I can have a lot of opinions about the, the state of the title and whether it's insurable or not, but if I don't have a title insurance company to back it up, uh, you know, it's just my opinion is no better than anybody else's. And that's that's the situation I'm in now. Uh, but I did enjoy it, and I, uh, I enjoyed uh, helping people get these deals closed because that's that's one of the real values of title insurance is that we can resolve problems uh, that uh, would otherwise uh, – cause a closing not to occur and when I'm and what I'm talking about there is that these decisions we make uh, would not uh, would, would be a problem for an attorney to write a title opinion on because that now I'll just go back to that one we talked about the unreleased mortgage they would have to report it and the new lender is not going to insure it unless you get that released and if in sometimes it's impossible uh, for instance when when um, a lot of the SNLs uh, went out of business back mm -hmm. in the back in the 80s. They would, you know, uh, Future Federal sold their their good portfolio of loans to uh, uh, what was in Citizens Fidelity, but they didn't sell the you know, the ones that had closed. They didn't sell those, and if the, if the mortgage was unreleased on one of those, nobody's got the records. You'll never right. find it out. You'd have to go uh, to court and and, and you know, get the decision that it was unenforceable and and get it released by the commissioner probably but that takes a lot of time and a lot of money and nobody really wants to do that but the title insurance company can give the affirmative coverage that i talked about and the problem's gone and there's lots of other issues like that where we can make a difference uh by making that decision and taking the uh the risk now when i'm doing underwriting i've got first decision i make is this is this legally a problem if it's not then we can insure you know we can insure it without accepting to it 
Uh, the second, if it is, is, we can make a business decision, is this ever going to really be a problem? And then we mm -hmm. can maybe give some affirmative coverage or, or, or something else so that um, at, at the end of the day, uh, the property gets insured and, you know, in the property, this, the, this particular issue may still be there, but, but we're insuring it and uh, the, the deal can close and go on down the road. And, that, and that's what everybody wants. That's what everybody, that's that's what everybody right. wants. And, uh, and what's cool is this Friday, about the time that this episode is going to drop, there is an event and a reception where you are going to get a little honor. Uh, I'm going to be a, a, a senior, considered a senior counsel. And, uh, is that through the Kentucky Bar Association? That's, the, that's an honor by the Kentucky Bar Association. The best thing about that is I won't have to take CLE, <laughs> continuing legal education That's anymore. That's the best part. <laughs> but, but it's nice, but it's for, I, I will turn 75 before the next bar association. And that's, if you've been practicing for 50 years or you're, you've reached the age of 75, then you become a senior counsel status. That doesn't mean you, you can't practice law if you want to. Right. Uh, and continue, you just, uh, you just get some perks. Well, that's reward, cool. reward for surviving. Yeah. <laughs> we all should get one of those when it's all said and done. Well, <laughs> it's cool. Just live long enough and you <laughs> <Yeah>. might. <laughs> that's right. That's cool. All right. Well, um, in a nutshell, like we talked about it the other night for probably a half hour about what title insurance is. But to the layman's person, you know, we talked about it with John Clark before. He kind of told us what it kind of consisted of. What exactly without getting in crazy depth because like i said we could talk about it yeah what's the elevator speech yeah there you go uh yeah exactly what why would somebody want or need title insurance uh, okay. title insurance is designed to protect your interest in real property and this is whether it's a lender who is who's making a loan on it or for this it's, it's you uh the individual as as a buyer uh, now traditionally um in kentucky we're you know, buyer beware state we give a general warranty deed and everybody, and the, it's up to the buyer to get the title run. And of course, now it's all done, you know, banks do it. But they don't give a title opinion to the, to the buyer. Uh, they give it to the bank. Now, sometimes that can, you know, that can be bleed over to be, to be protection for the buyer, but no, you're not guaranteed of that. And you're certainly not guaranteed that the, the equity you have is going to be protected because the loan will be paid off, uh, or even if we have to pay off the loan to settle the, the claim, it doesn't cover the, the owner's uh, equity in it. And each year, you know, your equity uh, uh, gets increases. So uh, you're you're protecting your interest in the property because you, when you get a title policy, it, it guarantees that at, at the time of the policy is issued that the title is vested in you, that your deed is good, that only the items that are listed as exceptions uh, have any impact on uh, on the title. That means if there's no liens, and they should be no liens except the mortgage. Uh, on your property, if there's a lien that was missed and it comes back later, then it's going to be the the, the title company's response, title insurance company's responsibility to take care of that. Uh, you'll so you'll you'll have easements, you'll have restrictions, uh, current taxes, things like that. That are exceptions. That should be all that shows up on a title insurance policy. So um, uh, that's uh, that's the main uh, purpose of it. Uh, and there are certain things that. Uh, even if you could get uh, an attorney's opinion that it wouldn't cover, uh, for instance, misindexing of records, and a title insurance covers that. In fact, the, the whole industry was invented because uh, of, of a discrepancy between uh, the, the attorneys, what the attorneys 
opinion covered and what could go wrong. So, you know, there's, a, there's an area in there where the, the exam will not turn that up. It, it, you know, it could be fraud. It could be, uh, you know, it, somebody had an affidavit of dissent where they, uh, they, they forgot about their, 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 their bad brother who's off in California or someplace, so they just leave him off of that. But it's things like that, that that an attorney's <laughs> opinion doesn't cover that title insurance does. It covers everything that could go wrong, not everything that's, that's easily found on the title exam. So just like when we ended it with John, get title insurance. Yes, get, get title insurance. Protect your. It's such interests. a small investment. Uh, yeah. One other one other reason is that the, the title policy also insures uh, provides defense against claims, whether they're valid or not. Right. That's so cool that's too. that's a big reason to uh, to have it too, even just just because of the possibility that somebody's going to make a bogus claim. Right. And like you said, most of the time. You don't even know you need it, and it usually comes up when you try to sell, right? And it's usually that's, when somebody finds something wrong. That's correct. And if you have a policy, then you're, you're going to say, look, yeah. your, your title company. And, and it could be because a, a, a new title company thinks that something's a problem that the old title company didn't think was a problem. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's very, I mean, why wouldn't you spend a couple hundred bucks? Otherwise, you might be paying out of pocket. So that's right. it's an investment. So no, it, it protects the biggest investment most people ever make. Right. 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 For most people. Yeah. So, um, well, cool. Well, let's shift gears a little bit. And we, we invite Andy Cox, my dad, the celebrity to, uh, to throw in, but we're just going to kind of talk about some cool stuff that's going on around, uh, Louisville and surrounding areas right now. Um, it's summer has kicked off. Jefferson County schools finally let out. Um, the kids are home, the kids are doing all kinds of stuff and there is lots going on. Um, well, One it, thing I, I oh. will note real quick, uh, I am a bit of a soccer fan. I didn't see it. The Women's World Cup is going on, but they spanked Thailand yesterday, 13-0, to zero, if you notice that. Yeah, I had, for, for as far as sports in general, that was the number one was we talked, we accidentally, we try not to talk about this stuff before we go <laughs> on, but we talked about it before we came on here. I don't know. I don't uh, it was, it it was confirmed this his, okay i was gonna yeah. say is it is it confirmed history okay yeah i say i've never heard of uh men's or women's for that matter uh, a 13 to oh i mean, I mean that, that's like a, <laughs> a poorly matched high school score yeah like, and we not, talked about why they did it because yeah, people were belly grumblings and all that stuff but in part the, part of the rankings to move on includes goal differential so that's the nature of the beast yeah that, that's what we said before we came out. hey if you don't like it Stop us. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, there's a mercy rule in high school soccer. Not but in, this is this is the World Cup. This yeah. is the highest level. I mean, I wasn't pissed off about it. I mean, I was fine with it. But I'm sure other people <laughs> in Thailand were probably not very happy about it. And then that's what I, else I had. The women's soccer. I have Omaha because uh, our baseball team for – was this the fifth time since, they, well, since we've had our coach? Fifth or sixth? But uh, – they left today. They flew out right before we started it on Facebook. It said they were boarding the plane to go to Omaha. We play Vanderbilt on Sunday at two. So and they're super good, Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, they're, in, they're in the World Series. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I <laughs> they think, all are good at this point, I, right? But I think their cream of the crop is <laughs> yeah, at Vanderbilt. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, yeah, they're they're good every year. Yeah, yeah. they are. So um, that's at two o'clock on Sunday. So if people are listening to this, maybe tomorrow, you know, because yep. we'll be watching it because that's a big one. So, um, and then 
as far as the golf stuff, we got the U.S. Open this weekend. I don't know if you that's, knew about that's huge. Yep, that's, that's huge, huge for us golfers. That's huge for me. Two show last time it was the Masters, and now we're back to the U.S. Open. So um, hopefully, um, I'm sure Brooks kept of, going and again because he's two for there's, two. There's a lot of story. Like, well, if you saw Roy McIlroy win the Canadian Open yeah. last day, he was pretty, phenom- pretty phenomenal. And he's good enough to do it two two weeks in a row. Should have shot a fifty nine or maybe even a fifty eight, but that's he kind of he kind of stumbled. If you could say somebody last. choked on shooting a sixty one, <laughs> that's exactly right. All right, yeah, you're right. So yeah, he choked shooting a sixty one or sixty two, whatever. All right, so so when I go on the internet and place a bet, then who you got for U.S. Open? I'm going Brooks Kepka again. He's he's won the last two. That's who. That's who uh, my money's going on. I don't on. think he can do it. Feet. You don't think so? I'd, I'd he's go, a freak. I, I, would, I would go with McElroy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's playing. Well, he's playing out of his mind right now. But uh, on a personal note, I told y'all like uh, I'm in the middle of a freak of a golf marathon. I played Monday. I couldn't play yesterday. I have to play today. I have to play tomorrow. I'm playing Friday. It's all because I'm playing a tournament with Dalton on Saturday, and you have to have a handicap. It takes uh, okay. five rounds to get a handicap. Right now I have two, so I have to play three more days in a row. And what's crazy is I got completely lucky. I didn't know if, if you knew this or not, but when you plug in your numbers into the, the app for to get your handicap, it generates on the 1st and the 15th. Well, Saturday is the 15th, so hopefully Saturday morning when I wake up, I better have a handicap otherwise because we're playing against a whole spectrum of players. Oh, okay. So our handicaps are a factor. And if you don't have a handicap – they put you in as a zero, which is a scratch golfer, which means <laughs> we're going to get stopped. So, yeah, for real. In uh, my handicap, it's not going to get any more accurate than these next, you know, these five rounds I'm right. playing this week. That's that's what I'm playing at. But, uh, so, yeah, when we get done here today, I'm playing tomorrow afternoon. That's why as soon as after our team meeting, I run over there and playing, coming right back to that thing. And then Friday morning I'm playing. So, well, I wondered why you say I have to play, and I was like, "Don't you get to play?" But you do kind of have to I told, play. I told my wife, I told Chris, I'm like, I have to play. I don't want to play golf. I just, I have to do this. It's golly, I never came up with anything that good <laughs> to get out five times in a week. Yeah, so uh, that's what I've got going on. And speaking of that thing, the thing I'm talking about tomorrow is um, our automated our, yeah the show automated lifestyle open house we're going to be out at the open house this um i think this will go live right after we've been there and we're yeah. going to do some recording we talked about the last show we're going to do some recording and we're going to see people and meet people and and talk and have fun so look for an update of that on the next show because obviously it's happening between recording and going live on that one so hopefully it's fun we'll let everybody know i mean it's an automated like everything, like it's how they integrate. That's what we talked about. Yeah. Lights, thermostat. Well, I think what's cool because I, you know, we've got a Nest thermostat, we've got yep. ADT, we've got a Kuno light, which is different. We've got Alexas, and the thing that they have takes all that stuff, puts it on one dashboard that you can control everything. Probably just give you an app where you can run it from your phone, just yeah. do everything from sitting on the couch. That's what everybody wants anyway, to not even have to. Well, I wanted implanted into my brain. <laughs> I actually don't. Just think about it, and the lights go yeah. down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you something. Today, my son came, come to me, he said, can I have a bookmark? I burst into tears, 11 years old, and he still doesn't know my name's Malika. <laughs> Call me Mark. Hello. Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, that was, that was so bad. <laughs> I mean, you, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, all right. 
So lots of stuff going on still. Um, the Bass Pro and Cabela's are having fishing events going on. This between, like this weekend or this something? This weekend, yep. Did we tell everybody about the fishing? We did it before. I don't think after, we did. Afterwards? Before the Nuke yeah. the Luke fundraiser, yeah. we went fishing. Yeah, and we were supposed to do good, I guess, and we didn't do very well. But you know when I got home, I saw three more people went to that thing and slayed them. My we goodness. were just not using the right bait. I don't know what we, we were doing. doing. Something we did, I took Ryan with me. My youngest. we had fun. We had and don't you get had me your wrong. Kids, your wife. We were all out there. Yeah, we had a good time. And we we caught exactly zero fish. Yeah, <laughs> had like three bites. Yeah. Maybe. Well, you uh, you you uh, take after me that, that <laughs> yeah. way. I was in Florida, did the same thing uh, in January, and it was like. And we were in Florida, and it was like 40 degrees on the water. Oh, yikes. Yeah. It's a wrong time to be in Florida. Long, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a gorgeous day, and I had a good time. I'm not oh. mad I went, but I wanted to, like, show Ryan, like, here's some fish. and Well, I've went before and done really well. Like, And so I was actually looking for – and then as soon as we got there, we walk around the corner, and this guy pulls out this basket, and he probably has – 30 in there like yeah. you know and, and landon he was like today is gonna be epic like we all were like let's go hurry up because everybody's catching all kinds of fish <laughs> and then we went over there and got hot and then we went over in the shade and then like we just i don't know and then, like i said then i got home and i saw like three more people had baskets full of 20 30 like and this is in the, in the same piece of water like they were in the same place we were <laughs> we just weren't in the right spot or something that was they didn't like our stuff it was ridiculous yeah that was all before the uh before we went over to that nuke loop nuke the loop thing but uh it was fun regardless but yeah so then this this weekend uh kentucky kentucky anna pride festival going on down on the waterfront um father's day my family we're going to the red river gorge for the whole weekend no just for sunday day trip day trip and it's going to be um very nice and I look forward to kind of hanging out and doing that. That's a place that I used to go to a lot, and I've my family's gone a few times, and I like introducing my family to maybe my favorite spot that that is close. We scheduled another trip. We're going down to um, what's it called? It's the campground Kendall Camp Kendall. It's mm-hmm. right there, just south or just outside of the the dam on um, Lake Cumberland. We've done it once before, pre kids, and now we're taking down kids and. Yeah. Uh, but they told us there's like 10 campgrounds that are closed because they've all washed out. Like, oh. like the ones we want, of course, right. out, out of the 10 that washed out are the ones that we want. But, uh, no, they, they've told us like the whole road that runs along down inside the water shut down. They're like they're gone. Like the camp, like you can't camp there cause they've fallen off, I guess, into the water or something. Right. I don't know. But yeah, we're, we're going, we're not going back down there till September, but, um, yeah, camping's fun. You're just doing a one day day trip. Just a, just a day trip because we got, you know, life goes on right now. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, lots of stuff. All right, well, there's plenty to do. It's stuff starting to amp, crank up. So, um, yeah, get out there and do something. Like I said, golf. I've got my garden going. So yeah. it's definitely full-on gardening season for anybody yeah, out there. Is. I'm fighting weeds. So uh, Hamilton's in town, but if you don't have oh, tickets, uh, you're yeah. going to be SOL on yeah. that. Yeah. Landon wanted to go to that, but uh, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Some of my friends went. Um, said it was awesome. I'm sure everybody says it's. Oh, they said unbelievable. it was great. Yeah, so, it's uh, 
but if if you have tickets you're probably excited about it and if you don't you're either not going to get tickets or you're going to pay an amount that you probably don't want to pay obscene for yeah yeah All and right. uh, ali festival's going on too yeah uh, but that goes on most of the summer and and there's six core principles and they they celebrate each week a different one of them right now it's giving that's cool yeah we can mm. get more into that maybe next time because uh, it goes on all summer or to July 15th anyway. Nice. And maybe over the summer when Landon's here, we'll do our uh, the whole crew, see what all. Landon, yeah. I told Landon he wants to be on here, talk about games, and I'm sure they can talk about games forever, whatever kids are into nowadays. Although I don't think they're into games as much as they are as watching other people play video games, <laughs> which that's something else we'll have to pick uh, their brains about. The that's weirdest. a thing, but I, but I want, I, you know, I heard somebody, they said, you know, I said to my kid, why do you like to sit there and watch people play video games? And the kid was like, well, you watch people play football. <laughs> Good answer. Damn. Damn. I know. <laughs> Good call. I guess it's like everything. If, you're, if you do it, you like to watch somebody who's really that's good That's what at these guys are, too, it. supposedly. They're the best of yeah. the best. I think that's the answer. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a, that's a good answer then, I guess. <laughs> Thanks to that kid. Uh, all right, well, um, that's all I have. You got anything yeah, that's else all there? I have. Thanks uh, to your dad, Andy, for coming in. And well, thanks for having me. I've, I've enjoyed it. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, before we run off, do you know what rhymes with orange? Nothing. Well, uh, no, it, it doesn't. What, what does not rhyme with orange? What? Nothing. Oh, let's see. What does not? The word what oh. does not rhyme with orange? Yeah. What? <laughs> all right. Boo. That's it, folks. That's it. We're shutting her <laughs> Sorry down. Sorry about that one. Shutting her down. All right. Well, um, thanks to everybody for listening. Next one will be number 10. That's Episode a bit, 10. That's a benchmark. It's got to be hitting number 10. So we'll have a guest for that one, too, hopefully. Yep. So, we've got somebody lined up. Hopefully that'll work out, and uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep it a surprise for now, but it'll be good. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Talk about town. I'm out of here, Mal. I'm You're Neil. Welcome. Thanks to my dad. You're yeah, welcome. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Don't forget to like and follow us on social media. Our music was composed by Andrew Codeman. Make sure to join us next time. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.